Hello, family. It is good to be with you today. As you notice, I took off my shoes because uh, if I'm a little bit nervous, I find it's just best to feel the ground. <laughs> uh, I am so grateful, so grateful to be here with each and every one of you. Special thanks to Bonnie for just making all of this happen. Thanks to the Clee uh, family and Jerry. Oh, thank you so much. I, I just appreciate each and every one of you. All right, can I get a woot woot for everybody? Okay, all right. I like to start with my intention prayer. It is my intent to share my gift of song, my love, and my passion to honor and to serve spirit. Let it reach whomever it is meant for, however it is meant to, without judgment, in humility and grace and in love and light. And know that the only thing I can offer is just my experiences, just me learning and growing right alongside you. My title today is all about beauty, and you know what? There is absolutely nothing that I'm going to tell you that you don't already know. Okay? Just so you know. Just take a look around the room for a moment. Look around the room. Look at, look at everybody. By the way, all the ladies in their fancy, beautiful hats. Take a look. I love it. I love it. I love it. We are, there is absolutely no short supply of beauty here. Would you agree? Look at your shoes. Look at, don't look at mine. Don't look at mine. Let's be honest, right? There's a lot. There's a lot. If you've got it, what do they say? If you've got it, flaunt it. That's right. And I can see a lot of that. We are here to absolutely manifest the magic and beauty that is God expressing as us. And just like the variety of trees and, and all the beautiful wonder, the plants, the animals, I mean, just in, in uh, the backyard of, of this beautiful family that's hosting us, it's just like a sanctuary with all the deer and the rabbits and all of that wonderful stuff. Do you know what? We are here to express the beauty, the beauty and majesty of God. Right. The beauty and majesty of God. In us, love us, through us, we are here for God. I'm here to 
person that gives intense pleasure or deep satisfaction. So, when I ask you a question, I want you to say yes. You can think about it for a moment, but I want you to say yes. Do you feel pleasure when you hold a baby or a puppy? That's easy. Do you feel pleasure when you win the lottery or behold a breathtaking scenery? Here's the trick one. Do you feel pleasure when you see yourself in the mirror? Because you know what? The truth is, it's a lot easier to see beauty in everything on the external than it is for us to see it within ourselves. Isn't that true? But why is that? I mean, have you seen yourself lately? You're fabulous! You're fabulous! But you know what? Judgment blinds us, doesn't it? it judge, judgment blinds us from seeing what's actually true. It blinds us from seeing that quality or that essence in ourselves. What we see is the 40 pounds extra of COVID, the COVID pounds. We see the health diagnosis. We see the sagging bodies. We see the aging skin. We see the freckles and the spots. That's what we somehow hone in on, right? First thing. And we judge ourselves based on that. And these are all surface changes. And yet still we decide that about ourselves. Beauty, you know the phrase, beauty is in the eye of the... Beholder. It means that the one who observes perceives whether whatever they see holds that, that quality or essence that we decide is beauty. And you know the beauty industry? Everybody know the beauty industry? I have some of it on my face right now. <laughs> the beauty industry has made a one-dimensional view. It's, it's a one-dimensional moving target that is impossible to achieve. It is downright impossible to achieve. We, do, we judge ourselves so harshly by that standard, even though we know that it is impossible to achieve. Right? Glass, hourglass proportions. Women are only beautiful if they are agreeable. Right? Ha! I know. Who came up with this nonsense? Men are only beautiful when they are assertive and strong. Eh? I'm telling you, nothing looks more beautiful than a man holding a vacuum. It's true. Yeah. You don't need to be strong. You just need to clean, darling. You just need to clean. I mean, none of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. But it is the scale that we use, right, when we are alone with ourselves. And the truth is, beauty is a choice of perception. If it was not a choice, then everything that we see, we would agree is beautiful. Every one of us would, would agree that the same thing is beautiful. But it's not, because if I see a bat, you know a bat? I think, oh my gosh, that's a blood-sucking vampire monster. You see a bat and you go, oh, it's so cute, right? Because as the beholders, we have that choice. So here's the thing. If we can choose to declare that this or that is beautiful, so we can also choose to add ourselves to that list. Right? It's a choice. And we are worthy enough. We are worthy enough to be on our own list of beautiful things. 
So I want us to sing this song by Ray Stevens. I don't know if anybody knows it, but if you do, please sing along with me. Everything is beautiful. Alan, can I get a little bit more music in the front here for me, please? Just a bit more of the music. faculty of imagination and zeal, we can tap into our creative spirit and express that in so many ways, don't you think? Right? Those hats, decorating those hats, painting, whatever it is. Now, do you remember the last time that you took time to be creative? Hmm. You know, I was speaking to a retired friend who was struggling with a um, mobility issue, and uh, and she attended a few workshops, and she said every single one of the workshops she attended, the, the uh, teachers were just terrible. Like, they were just terrible. And so she was trying to think, well, what is there to learn about this? Well, my first thought is, sometimes there's absolutely nothing to learn. But then we thought about it and then thought, you know what? It's because you belong in the front of the classroom. It's because you do. And a diagnosis doesn't mean that we stop. Retirement doesn't mean that we stop. It just means that we have to find new ways and new resources for doing the things that we love. We owe it to ourselves to use those powers that are bestowed upon us, right? And there is a place. That's the other thing, too. Sometimes we don't do things because we think, who would want that? Or I don't know what to do anymore because where's the place for me? But you know what? Where whatever you do, there is a place 
for you. There is a place that someone needs whatever it is that you've got to offer. Someone needs it. That's right. And so it's up to you to be creative and to use those resources. It is up to you to find them. Sometimes you have to be creative and just find your resources. Right? Because you are a star. There's no better you than you. And the second
balance to that negativity. We need it to survive. We live in a world where more weight is placed on money than on kindness. Where the righteous man is silent and the lonely cry is stifled under Find that beauty by creatively, creatively using gratitude as our tool. Gratitude. And you know what? There will be moments that will require a lot more creativity than others. Yes, it depends on how tough that situation is, but that balance, again, is necessary for our own survival. Because you see, when a rainy day comes and drowns your plans, what do you say? You say, 
you know what? Thank you, God. The plants really needed that drink. Right? When, when you're sick and amazing actors on that TV of yours, you say, thank you, God, I have the television, you know, that I can lose myself in. So how can you use gratitude this week to creatively bring beauty into your life?
requires us to be fully present. Now, I often entertain at uh, retirement homes and uh, a long-term care. And, uh, and I ask the question, I ask this lady, I ask everybody, do you like Elvis? I don't think that's exactly the, the answer I got. It's like, of course, come on, who doesn't like Elvis? It's like asking someone, do you like potatoes? You know? So, but I got, and I said, but I said, why do you like Elvis? Anybody? Well, I got some similar answers. I got some like that. Oh, his voice is incredible. And then I got scandalous ones like Marilyn down there. Sexy. Yes, I got, well, she likes Elvis hips like this. So I said, so I started singing the song and I said, do you mean Elvis hips like this? Right? And she, this 80-year-old woman got up, pushed her walker and said, no, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and so I thought, oh my goodness. So, okay, I said, well, I'm singing. And I said, okay, do it for me then. So we started, and she was going like crazy and doing the Elvis hips, pushing her walker. And let me tell you, something happened. Anybody want to guess what happened? Everybody danced. Well, that's really good and positive. This is a unity place here, people. I thought someone was going to say she fell down or something. No. But you know what? Her pants started to fall down. <laughs> Her pants started to fall down. But do you think that this lady stopped? Oh, no, she did not stop. She just kept dancing. And the staff, the staff were running behind her, pulling up her pants every minute. You know what I loved about this? It was magical. It was a magical experience for me. You know, we are so often concerned about how we are perceived. So often we think about our roles, what we have to do, but that we miss those moments of pure bliss. To see the majesty of God, we must be fully present to it. It means not allowing ourselves to be distracted by all of the stuff around us. It means taking in the sights and sounds. I know it's not easy, but our relationship with God and ourselves and each other depends on it. Being fully present means being willing to surrender to the ecstasy of spirit wherever we choose to focus our time and attention. And it gives a kind of high like no other. And you know what? I don't know if anybody's familiar with Pentecost and that whole idea that we just finished celebrating Pentecost. Well, when I went to a Pentecostal, I think, like church, something like that, it was the first time I'd ever seen people losing themselves, you know, rolling around on the floor. And I thought it was just was strange for me, because I hadn't really seen it before. But you know what? It happened to me. But I wasn't rolling around. No, no, no. I was singing a Daniel Maymont song. And for the first time, I really felt that intense pleasure coursing through me, and I finally understood it. Because in that moment, I struggled to move after singing the song. I struggled to move. And everybody in the place was in that same sort of situation with me. Not a single clap, nothing. We were just in ecstasy. We were in the bliss of spirit. And so I invite you now to surrender to spirit. To surrender to the ecstasy of spirit with me now. As I sing Daniel Neymar's Get Ready My Soul.
lives as we be molded in others and in the external. Let us remember to be molded in ourselves. Beauty requires creativity, so make time to create. Remember that no matter how old you are, how old we are, we still have a lot to offer, and there will always be a place that needs what we need. Remember to find creative ways to look for and appreciate Namaste.